At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're off and running on a Monday evening. Hope everyone had a great weekend alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Early third quarter in Jerry's world. The Cowboys are up by 13 and really have been, oh boy. Dominating this game, and there is more domination. Wow, wow, wow. Diggs pick six. Cowboys <laughs> are putting a lick on the Philadelphia Eagles. I was told that the Cowboys can't play defense. Apparently, that's not the case tonight because they have looked apart, and there is Jalen Hurts' second interception of the game. A pick six this time, and it is all Cowboys tonight, Sean. It is. I just don't understand why Philly had to play so great in week one and not be <laughs> out of Survivor. They've been awful since, ah. <laughs> and uh, they're continuing. But, I mean, this Dallas defense has stepped up. They were definitely a question mark coming into the season, but Woo. they've more than held their own. You know, uh, great play by Diggs. That's what you want. Dallas, I think, is rounded into form, you know, shall I say. It doesn't look like anyone else in the no. NFC East is. Well, the Giants don't have any wins. Uh, the Washington football team and their elite defense uh, is getting torched week in and week out. I think somebody on this show said they were a little overrated. Yeah. Me. Um, I definitely was on that wagon. But I was not on this Cowboys wagon. I said, no, you can't lay it with the Cowboys plus 140 or whatever. At the end of the day, they just have a ton of talent. And if they figure it out, you know, one thing watching this game, Sean, and, you know, we watched Hard Knocks and, and it didn't really – wasn't the best for Micah Parsons. Right. Tonight, with Jalen Hurts on the other side of the field, Jalen Hurts can't do Jalen Hurts things when Micah Parsons is running around. And, and what really sticks out with Micah, how hard he plays. Yes. Like, he hustles. He's a sideline to sideline guy. You know, he's playing out of position. You know, he was drafted to play linebacker. They've kind of moved him into a hybrid rush in outside backer type role. But uh, he's talented. He plays hard. Sky's the limit. Well, I need... Uh, I think my, my Eagles plus three and a half is pretty much gone. Yeah. Uh, you're on the Cowboys money line, so you're uh -huh. looking good. I got a couple props. So I was sitting at the DMV for about three hours today. Okay. Uh, I had to get a new license. Long story. Lost my wallet this weekend uh, in Chicago, so that was awesome. So I was sitting in the DMV, and I was thinking back to conversations we had with our good friend Brad Evans, and I'm like, you know what? Let's make tonight a little interesting. Let's go some Jalen Hurts prop bets. Let's go over rushing yards. Let's go over passing yards. Let's go anytime touchdown. I was all in on Jalen Hurts. So you have a lighter. Now I need I need some garbage time. Because you could have just lit the money on fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eagles three and a half, that I can light on fire. 
Jalen Hurts passing yards over 247.5. It's early second, third quarter. Unless they bench him, we got some garbage time yardage coming here. He's I think. not even close to the running yard mark. Oh, no. The running yard is. And it closed at 55. I think you got it at 50. I got 51 and a half. Yeah, it closed at 55. Hey, that closing circle. line value, though, you know, <laughs> always get that. So not looking good. Uh, but I, I just, before we dive more into the Cowboys, and I know they're going to win by a lot here. Looks like it. Sean, simple question. Okay. Simple answer. What's better? More time? Or less time. Well, Mike McCarthy seems to think that less time is better, so I'm going to go opposite of him. This game management is proven uh, to be bottom of the league. I mean, uh, they're up say by more time is better. They're they're up by 20 right now, so I'm sure. So for anyone who missed it, at the end of the first half, the Philadelphia Eagles were facing second and 31. They get seven yards. There's a minute 51 to go. They have two timeouts. The Cowboys do. They don't use a timeout. Then they have another play. So there's about a little over a minute to go. The referee literally walks (laughs) up to the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys and asks if he wants to use a timeout. And he goes, I'm good. He was trying to save him from himself. (laughs) And he wouldn't allow the ref to do that. And what was so bad all the Monday Night Football cameras were sitting there staring uh, at Mike McCarthy. He he looked at the clock, looked back, and goes, "I'm good." As if you're at a restaurant Toodles. asking for asking if the, the and and the waitress or waiter comes over, "Would you like a refill of your Coke?" I'm good. I got the check. <laughs> and it you know it it's not like the last football game we watched, Sean. Someone drove the field in 30 seconds with no timeouts to get in position for a game-winning field goal. It's not like that just happened. And when you've got Dak Prescott and all of these weapons, now nah, I'm good. Who yeah. needs more points? We need to discuss that, too, because one of my pet peeves reared its ugly head. I was watching that game, and I told everybody with me, if they don't bring more than the four down linemen, Rodgers will drive them down the field. It won't matter what they do behind it. I don't know why defensive coordinators in that situation don't blitz fine. Walk the mic up in the A-gap, blitz him through the A-gap. Now everyone else gets singled. Someone's going to win. Put pressure on the quarterback. You don't allow the guys to get 20 yards down the field and start changing direction. It, it, it's, it's painstaking to watch. I just don't know what defensive coordinators are thinking. Oh, I know we're going to rush three and add a guy into the coverage. It does not help. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The throw by Aaron Rodgers. By the way, uh, the dig route was live, live line right now, Cowboys minus 18, 27 to 7. Uh, Cowboys, uh, Eagles have the ball back after the pick six. But yeah, the first pass to Devontae, yeah, that just sweet. went yeah. over the fingertips of Warner. Pretty sweet. <laughs> As a former quarterback, do you sit back and just look at that and say, I mean, he's a special talent. I mean, the different things he can do with the football are extremely rarefied from a skill set standpoint, the velocity he gets without stepping into the ball. I mean, not a lot of guys can do that. Didn't you say you showed your your quarterbacks at South Florida Rodgers film? Oh, yeah. They're like, don't do that. That's right, because you're not him. <laughs> he throw, the different planes he throws the ball from, most guys can't do that. And when they do that, it, it's, a, it's a turnover. It's an interception. But, hey, man, hats off to Green Bay. I mean, he stood tall in the paint. But, again, I don't know what. The fighting Johnny Lynch's were doing on defense, and Lynch is a defensive guy. You got to get pressure on those quarterbacks in those situations. If you let them sit back there and run around in the pocket, somebody's going to get open. We're going to dive into uh, all of week three as the show goes on. Um, you know, right now, Dak Prescott, thirteen of sixteen, a buck forty-eight, a touchdown. Man, Terrible fantasy. Dallas right now. Dallas right now, though. Who do, you, who, who do you need? I have Dak Prescott. Oh, you need a little more? Yeah. Because they're able to run the ball. I mean, Zeke, yo, it's funny. You and I, I feel like we're one of the few. Mm-hmm. On that opening night, when they lost to the Buccaneers, people crushed Zeke for limited production. And both you and I said, I, I think he's actually running better. He's looking more agile. Here tonight, 11 for 60, two touchdowns. A little more explosive, and I don't know if it's because he's splitting the carries with Tony Pollard, who also looks good. Uh, but I think Zeke 
I mean, this is a huge development for the Cowboys this year is that Zeke doesn't look like he did last year, which kind of looked fat and out of shape. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that he's committed himself to changing his body. I mean, this is good for Dallas. Having two backs, that's people around the NFL, is much better than just having one and two talented guys. I think Zeke gives you an elite goal line option. You know, his ability to get small, you know, and vertical is really good. And then Pollard gives you like a changeup. You know, he's more explosive. He's younger. He's faster. So, I mean, they have a good thing going. I'm actually impressed with Dallas through three games this season. So we'll see if they can sustain it. But so far, so good. It, is Philadelphia, I mean, I know this is just hot garbage. week three. Yeah, I was going to ask you. They hot garbage. <laughs> they, they, just, they just, they have like hypothetical weapons, but they don't have guys that have done it yet. That's good, Jalen. Yeah, that's, that's good. It helps us all. One yard. One He's not yard. getting the rushing total. He's not. I mean, I need, something at, this point, yeah. at this point, I need him to just, I need him to throw all over and then get a quarterback sneak or a bootleg. That would be huge. If, he, if we can get Jalen into the end zone at some point tonight, that would help salvage the night because we got some plus money there. If you want to see that, just go look at the game against the Falcons when they played the Falcons. They look like an NFL <laughs> championship type team. Since then, not so much. Not, not that you're bitter. Oh, slightly. Yeah. <laughs> 27 to 7. I mean, is this I don't I don't know what to think because when NFC East teams play NFC East teams, I don't know what to uh to to think about. That's just terrible. I mean, what are we doing? Third down and Jalen Hurts tucked it and ran for 3 yards. They called a screen pass and it was blown and, up and the defensive lineman snuffed it out. Well, the Dallas Cowboys right now certainly look like the uh Oops. The best of the bunch in the uh, in the JV division of the NFC East because they're flying around right now. They're making plays defensively. It it is that know, Chargers win looks much better yeah. in the rearview mirror now that the Chargers went to Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs. They were right there against Tampa Bay. I know you don't get anything. It's not college football. You're not going to get a rewarded for a close loss to one of the better teams. But yeah. you know to start the season. Opener against the Buccaneers, close loss. You beat the Chargers, who, as you mentioned, go out and beat the Chiefs on the road, which we predicted, or we took the points in right. circa millions. And then, uh, and now tonight, just dominating. They haven't, they haven't allowed anything offensively. The lone touchdown for Philadelphia came on defense. It did. And, I mean, this score, it's 27-7. to It feels like it's 45-7. to It should be because the goal line stand, which was a questionable call whether or not the ball got in or not. Yeah. I mean, it has been completely dominated by this Dallas Cowboys team, who now on the live line, minus 22-point favorites against the Philadelphia Eagles. Still early in the third quarter, so plenty of time for some garbage time from our guy, Jalen Hurts, because your your money line's good. I'm pulling for you. My plus three and a half is cooked. We just need some garbage time. Not sure what Dak is doing. All right, we're up and running. I think uh, I think a lot of people need to be thanking or apologizing to this gentleman. I'll discuss on the other side. It's the nightcap here on BC. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The Dallas Cowboys are dominating the Philadelphia Eagles right now, twenty-seven to seven. Live line of DraftKings. Dallas minus 20, a total of 56 and a half. Need some garbage time here. I mean, it was 11 14 in the third quarter. Start airing it out, Jalen. Whatever. Throw picks. Who cares? Just air it out and then bootleg once you get inside the fives. Like, they don't have an identity. Like, I think one of the things that Nick has to do is figure out who they're going to be on offense. Right. I just don't know who they are. Like, it's tonight, it seemed like they were this screen, zone read, think and dunk type team, but. Then why go get the Devonta Smiths and Jalen Ragers, yep. guys who are dynamic down the field type guys, you know? So I don't, I don't think the mesh is right between what they're trying to do and the personnel they have. So they have, Philly has some work to do. I mean, they have a long way to go, I think, to get this thing turned around. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, and coming into the year, people just assumed that the Eagles would be the dregs of the NFC East after they win Week One by 26 over the Falcons. Sorry for bad memories. Um, oh, good. You think, well... I had a better memory coming up. Hell yeah, we're going to get to that. Um, well, maybe they're not that bad. Uh, maybe we, maybe they are. Uh, so we'll see. Um, but we, uh, we need some yardage here from uh, Jalen Hurts. I give credit, though, to Dan Quinn and the Cowboys right now. Defensively, they have looked good. Uh, we just played the clip during the break, just in the studio, of the Peyton cast, Peyton and Eli. <laughs> Peyton's losing his mind. He should call time out of here. Call a timeout, Mike. What's he waiting on? Eli's like, well, he doesn't know if he's going to go for it. He's like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Call matter. a timeout. That's right. <laughs> and Mike McCarthy, no, I'm cool. Nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. 27 to 7. Cowboys leading the Eagles big time early in the third quarter. So uh, looking good for my partner's money line uh, prediction. Ooh, go. Jeez, Louise. I mean,. He's getting slowly but surely against yeah, some rushing yards. Those are some rushing yards. Hey, we'll take seven. Um, now, it hasn't happened yet, but I am conceding it is going to happen, and they might be worse. Okay. Sean King, my partner, whether he was... I was 100% serious. I said it to multiple guests. You said it nonstop. Yep. You said it to... Multiple people, they kind of snickered. I did. I think my line was, who's going to beat him, Sean? Well, they lost this weekend. Clemson did at NC State. They can't do anything offensively. They have now lost Brian Barisi for the year to a torn ACL. Obviously, we don't like cheering for injuries. Last week, they lost another D-lineman. And Will Shipley, their freshman running back, is going to be sidelined for a couple of weeks uh, dealing with with an ankle injury or a knee injury, um, there's just, you look at the schedule, they'll still be a favorite in all these games, but after what we saw this weekend, they're now 2-2, two and two, Sean. You're, you're going to be right, and you might even get more. I mean, they might go 8-4. and four. 
This team, I this is stunning. This is absolutely stunning that this offense is so out of sorts that DJU is they don't have an you mentioned identity. They don't have an identity. What what do they want to do? They they do they want to run the ball with DJU? Do they want I don't know. The defense is still solid, but it's not going to be able to take over games. And then you lose Brian Barisi uh, for the year. Uh, who was it? Davis they lost for the year earlier. So the floor is yours, sir, because the Clemson Tigers are now 2-2, two and two, uh, and they're going to be 9-3 and three at best yeah. now, Sean King. <clears throat> I mean, when it comes to football, I just know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of simple, right? I, I knew they would take a step back this year, and I kept telling people that don't get caught up in where some of these teams finish in the national recruiting rankings. Because what happens is when these type of schools offer kids, they automatically become high four-star, five-star type kids because they just assume, okay, they've got a Clemson offer, Ohio State offer, they must be the real deal. But I just knew they were going to tell me. They had to replace too much at too many places. And... You know, it's kind of what happens. The only program in America that never, ever misses a beat is Alabama under Nick Saban. Everyone else is going to have these ebbs and flows. You see Ohio State going through it right now. They don't have the talent on defense they're used to having. For the first time in a long time, they don't have experience to go along with talent at the quarterback position. So they're vulnerable. Every week it looks like they're in a fourth-quarter game. And they have already lost to Oregon. I just Some of these programs that people just assume Mm -hmm. there's a never-ending – supply of elite players it's not always that and i don't i I, one thing about clemson that i did not get i didn't think dj would be this average i didn't either i I thought he looks fat he looks too heavy he does not have confidence he doesn't throw the ball in rhythm hardly ever like i didn't think he would be as average as he's been but i still thought they'd struggle and i thought they'd lose three games I mean, I know you lost Armani Rogers. It's a fourth round pick. I, I just, and you mentioned it too. And, you know, Justin Ross, he scored, a touch, uh, caught a touchdown. So maybe he's going to start getting back into the groove uh, a little bit here. Um, but, you know, he started two games last year, one on the road against Notre Dame, who was a top 10 defensive team last year. He threw for 400 plus yards on the road at Notre Dame. Granted, I get it. It's not. 80,000, it was 11,000 or whatever during the COVID year, but still, I, I am stunned by how bad this offense is. And now Will Shipley, who kind of looked like gave him a punch in the arm, he's sidelined. Lynn J. Dixon uh, it entered the transfer portal. Uh, so I just don't know what to expect from this team moving forward. And the crazy part is, you know, they're over a two-touchdown favorite against Boston College this weekend. At I don't home. know how. It, it is... I don't know how. A lot of these lines... Boston College is one of the teams that I thought could actually beat them. Well, if they had Phil Jerkovic, I thought absolutely. They haven't missed a beat without him. They just beat they, Missouri in a shootout. Which was very... Thank you, Boston College, yes. for my over seven wins. That was very beneficial. I needed that one big time. Um, but yeah, you're looking at a 15.5-point line. Uh, you know, they go to Louisville. I know that you're high on uh, on Louisville. They were able to take care of business against Florida State. Yes, no, no, I know. Game I, never in doubt. No, I know. I owe you. Uh, I owe you two oh, cigars. You owe me two cigars. Two. One because FSU lost to Louisville. I had Louisville. You had FSU, and I told you not to mess with the fight in Mike Loxley's. Huge game for yeah. Mike Loxley and, and company. And you wouldn't take my Nebraska bet. I wanted to take the points, and you refused. No, it was straight up or nothing. I'm not crazy. <laughs> One of those points. Oh, man. And, and, Let me ask you. And watch this. Some kind of way. Okay, explain to me in the Michigan State-Nebraska game. In overtime, when Taylor Martinez throws the interception, how does he not score? I don't know. And uh, your your guy, uh, then yeah, and your Walker, guy Walker breaks, up breaks middle, it up the middle. And it like almost stops at the two-yard. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> it was like John Gruden yesterday. I was like, is John Gruden trying to cover here? Yeah. What is happening? Because I've got the dog. Go! Go! Gosh. The Ravens, the Raiders got so lucky yesterday because both of those were pass interference in overtime. The Ravens? Yeah. Or the Raiders? Uh, the Raiders. Yeah. Both of those deep throws in the overtime for the Dolphins were both pass interference and didn't get called. I just, I had Dolphins plus four. So that was, uh, that was, that was part of our, our bankroll. Uh, you want to get to the bankroll right yeah, now? Yeah, let's check it out. They got the bankroll. Let's check out. First time ever. Touchdown. Zach Gertz. Oh, that's not going to make our guy. Here comes the comeback. That's not going to make our guy Aaron Oster happy. 
Um, all right, let's take a look at the uh, the bankroll. This was mine. Okay. My Hilltoppers. Yeah. Good job. All right. My play of the week. So we got plus 200 there as they covered. Lost by two. Didn't get the money line. They tried, so though. Minus 40 bucks. Uh, UTSA, a won. bet up 110 to win 100. One out, right? One out, right? Mississippi State couldn't get there, so I, I bet them on the money line. Uh, 200, lose 200. Lose 50 on Florida State, went them money line. Lose 55 on Kent State, and then the NFL brought me back. Dolphins, 220 to win 200. That comes home. Packers, <clears throat> 55 to win 50. And then Packers money line, give me the 75. So I ended up with our $1,000 bankroll plus. 280. Okay, well done, sir. Made 280 well done. bucks. Well done. Let's take a look at Sean's plays. Made some money. Uh, we uh Kenny White, by the way, props. Kenny White. Yes. Coming yes, home again. Yes. Uh so you are plus 227, 250 to win 227 on the under there, Colorado State, Iowa. Moneyline UTSA, you got that. You made the audible during the show. We accepted the audible. Uh, but Liberty doesn't come home on Friday night, minus two fifty, and then Mississippi State. Minus two fifty as well, so you netted sixty four bucks and fifty cents. So I have one thousand sixty four fifty. You have one thousand two hundred and eighty and eighty. Okay, yeah. So this is easy. Victory. Yeah, this is easy. What is easy? easy. Making money. Yeah, I should have had Notre Dame money line. That's why I went. I know. Wrong. I should have had it too. Yeah. By the way, I uh, so at the game and on vcin.com, I played the under, and you know what happened? The yeah. guy sitting next to me goes, "Oh, your unders." Lock. I'm like, trouble. Thank you. I still don't know how they got the 41. Because Graham Mertz is. I mean, it was like 17 10, like middle of the fourth. It was 10 3 at halftime, 10 <laughs> 10 after three quarters. Yeah, I don't know how it got to 41. Like, and Notre Dame ends up with 41 points. They yeah. scored 31 points. I thought I misread the score because I stopped watching once they went up 24. <laughs> I was like, okay, the game's Terrible beats. All right, we'll get you updated on what's happening. Maybe the Eagles make it a comeback. I don't care. Just get some yardage, Jalen Hurts. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is the Nightcap here on VC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only 22 bucks a month. Sign up at VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. Alongside Super Bowl <laughs> champ Sean King, I am Tim Murray. What are you uh, checking out right now? Uh, remember when we did our conference champion future bets? I do. Looking pretty good. Outside of the Kansas State debacle at Oklahoma State, <laughs> everyone else is standing strong. San Diego State won, UTSA, Tulane, Louisville, Bama, Oregon, Michigan State. Let's go. Yeah, the Michigan State one. I mean, when you don't have a first down. Ooh, did he block that? You don't have a first down in the second half. That's not ideal. But, hey, you got the win. It was a weird game. Weird game. Um, yeah. You have Utah State to win the Mountain West. Yeah, you have San Diego State. I, had, I drew them wrong. Yeah. Utah C- State lost. CUSA, I got FAU. They laid down. I thought, I, I texted you. I was like, how did you guys fare against Navy? Because <laughs> I was trying to, yeah, trying to see think. See how they like, defend the option? I was like, oh, I don't see how Willie did against the option back in the days. Uh, if I recall, you just had so many darn athletes yeah. that it didn't matter I offensively. Was they were that they didn't stop. score more. Yeah, you know. Um, so we're just gonna bounce around a little bit here tonight. We're gonna talk some college. We're gonna talk some NFL. Give you updates. Twenty-seven to fourteen right now. Uh, Eagles got the ball back, Sean. This game is uh, this is a big drive here for the Eagles. Can they? They showed life last drive. Now live line, as you see it on the uh, on the screen there, 13 in favor of uh, the Cowboys. And we'll see if they uh, can get some creative things going here. Um, I'm just... This will be so Cowboy-like. I'm just pulling for my pockets. Okay. I need Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown on the ground. Okay. Over 247.5 passing yards and over 51.5 rushing yards. It's possible. I mean, right now we're sitting at that... It hasn't computed yet on that pass. I think we're at like 212 passing and 31 rushing. And there's only four minutes. There's still four minutes to go. Uh, but there was an ineligible man downfield. Thank you, Andre Dillard. Mike Leach teach you that. So, <laughs> moving backwards now. So that uh, pass to uh, Devontae Smith is, is negated. Um, simple question about college football. Okay. Are there – who are the great teams? Bama. Mm-hmm. Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's my list. That's it. I'm going to put Oregon in that category until – I mean, that, that that's an impressive win. They were unimpressive this weekend. But Fresno State, a strong win at Ohio State's. I mean, it was – Probably the best overall win of the year. No, I, I agree with that. The win that they had at Ohio State without Thibodeau was phenomenal. Right. So they rose to the occasion. And it wasn't a neutral site game. So that's why I kind of give them. You're you're at there. But their performance this weekend, being up 24-19 at home against Arizona. I know the Fresno State game looks better and better. 
and Thibodeau got hurt. But still, if you're Oregon, you should look a little bit swifter there. But that one, you know what? I pushed the side. That's okay. I'm telling you right now, Sean, I look at their schedule, and I know it's the Pac-12 pudding conference, but Oregon historically finds ways to trip themselves up. Sure. They've got four games on the road against decent competition. Teams they are better than and more talented than, but they've got at Stanford this weekend, at UCLA, at Washington, and at Utah. All games they will be a favorite in, but four road games, I just feel like Oregon's going to find a way to, to stub their toe. Was it Brad, that was, Brad Powers that was high on Oregon State before the year? Uh, Might have been. Yeah. That was, that was oh, Jimmy Ott. Jimmy Ott, yeah, and that's, because you know, Oregon State out. just walloped USC. Yeah, so that's a tough one Come on, on the schedule. I don't think anyone will be undefeated or unscathed in the Pac-12. And that's the issue for them. I mean, at the end of the day, though, what Oregon has working in their benefit is what you mentioned. They had that win at Ohio State. Um, that's the best win so far in the country this year. Agreed. I think the second best win in the country this year is Alabama's win in Gainesville. Mm-hmm. I think Florida's really good. And I think, you know, it's funny because we expect so much from Alabama. They still covered the first half. And they're not flawless by any stretch of the imagination, Sean. But come on, folks. Like, because they won by two against Florida on the road in a hostile environment, that's a really, really impressive win. So now Alabama I got Ole Miss this week, gets right? Ole Miss this weekend. We'll find out a little bit more. By the way, sneakily, this weekend... It's loaded. We've got three top 11 matchups. Yep. We've got Ole Miss visiting Alabama. Arkansas, Georgia. Arkansas and Georgia. Which, by the way, woo, pig suey. Oh, yeah, man. I told Is you. the quarterback Calzada, going to be healthy? Calzada was going to struggle oh, against yeah. that Barry Odom defense, and it did. Uh, Sam Pittman, man, this dude. They're playing really good on defense. I mean, they are. They are. See ball, go get hit ball. Yeah. I mean, uh, Odom struggled as a head coach at times in Missouri, but that dude can coach up some defense. They're now... Are they for real? Is Arkansas for real? We're going to find out because... That, you know what? That's not fair because they beat beat up Texas. They did. And then they beat A&M on a neutral, on a neutral field there with Jarrah watching down at his alma mater, all yeah. happy about it. But for Arkansas, you know, it's... Gotta love living in that neighborhood because uh, is the quarterback completely healthy? That's what. Yeah, Felipe I guess the big question mark. No, He's a not Felipe. Big, um, um, uh, hold on, Jefferson. Yes, yeah, KJ Jefferson. KJ Jefferson. Yep, he is a big boy. He is, but he's getting better every week slightly. So look at Arkansas. You asked, are they for real? Mm-hmm. At Georgia, over a two touchdown underdog. At Mississippi, home to Auburn going to find out how for real they are how lucky did auburn hit saturday and that was not a catch to the tight end when they got so lucky how about bo nicks getting benched, benched firing the wide receiver coach what is going on in auburn alabama well i got under seven wins there so I'm looking hoping, good i'm hoping that, that would have helped that georgia, georgia state, state loss would have really been nice yeah. would have been really nice now they go at lsu they're an underdog there they had him sacked on fourth down too and they let him out uh, i was just never a bo nicks guy no yeah. no they benched him for the yeah, uh, kid from lsu so we got yeah so yeah you got auburn there um well just sticking around though the top the top five or top uh top ten Right, so who is great? I, I agree. Alabama, Georgia are great. Is Penn State great? In their own way. So Penn State went to Wisconsin. Right. Got outgained by a lot. Didn't had the ball for 18 minutes. Had a couple big strikes. Grab Mertz turned the ball over in the red zone. That win, I know it's revisionist history, doesn't look as strong. Mm-hmm. And then Penn State beat Auburn by eight at home, which at the end of the day might be a six-win football team. So. We'll find out more about Penn State next week when they host Iowa. But is Penn State a great football team? I don't think so. They're battle tested. They're I mean, good. Wisconsin, Auburn. I just I think mean, they got some quality wins. Um, usually, Sean, Sean, I feel like we could say they're great. We can't say that about Penn State. They're good. They're very good. Uh, I think they're the most talented team in the Big Ten this year. Michigan State's going to win the Big Ten, but I think Penn State's the most talented. <laughs> <laughs> 
Iowa doesn't have a good win on their whole schedule. That's going to be it. Because Iowa State stinks. Indiana stinks. I yep. mean, they were life and death with a Colorado State team. The South Dakota State beat at home. Beat Kent State. Barely got the cover uh, late. I mean. Just a matter of time with Iowa, the Hawkeyes. Look, Iowa goes to Maryland. That's a short line, man. That is a short line. Four, Mike Loxley's. Four points. Yeah. That place is going to be on fire. Nah, they don't love football there. Oh, that. Friday night they will. They like events. They yeah, like thinking they're a football yeah. school. Oklahoma. What, I, got, I got to poke Aaron. Our what, producer is a Maryland diehard. What do we do with Oklahoma? They're chanting, we want Caleb during the game. Caleb Williams, their freshman <laughs> backup. I mean, that's the thing about hey, this year in college football. You guys had already gotten Spencer drafted number one in the next year's draft. Don't give I, up on him now. I got, uh, I got Malik Willis number one in yeah, the draft. Yeah, that's a pipe Someone's got to go. Someone's <laughs> got to go, Sean. That's the thing. Um, so I just... Look, Oklahoma does this year in and year out where they're slow to start and then they kind of figure things My out. My thing is when you look at the Big 12, who can beat them? Texas? Texas stinks. They just drop a 70-burger. Yeah, that tells you how bad Texas Tech is. <laughs> Baylor Is Baylor good? They had really bright uniforms on. I could not watch that game. I mean, they, they, they're 4-0. They beat Iowa State. I, I just, this year has... Vibes, and I know this. I'm not the only one to say this. This has 2007 vibes all over it. It's not as crazy. College football playoff going to be uh, Coastal Carolina, <laughs> Cincinnati, BYU, and Bama. Cincinnati, they might get past Notre Dame, but SMU is going to have story- questions for them. SMU, SMU beats strong. TCU. South Florida's going three touchdown underdogs. Got the cover. No, this week at SMU. I know, but they got the cover against BYU. Who's cool. Good job. Good job. Good job, USF. Get you updated on Monday Night Football. It's the Nightcap here on VSIN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps. Find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. I am not enjoying the methodicalness to this drive here by the Cowboys as they have now taken a lot of time off the clock. When I look down, I'm like, all right, Jalen's got 205 passing yards, 31 rushing yards, four minutes to go in the third. I'm like, we could do this. Now, it's uh, not looking great. You know what's interesting is, and I got to go back and rewatch, but I thought Dak was a much better athlete than this at Mississippi State. Dude, he was trucking dudes. I mean, he looks stiff, immobile. Like He's coming off that ankle surgery. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I just I, I thought he was a better athlete than this. Good Lord, rewatch. Yeah. Oh my. God. Dan Mullen, Dak Prescott, Mississippi State tape tonight. Um. Yeah, go back. I mean, they were because they. I know Mullen was all QB run game. Oh yeah. I mean, there's some there's some monster. And runs I say that because Dak, Dak very rarely utilizes his athletic ability, and they'd be so much more dangerous, in my opinion, if he did. 12 minutes to go. There he is. There he is. Oh, short. Short of the touch uh, of the. Like, there's no difference between what you saw just then on the scramble and mm-hmm. Carson Wentz. Like, it looks the same. Are they going to go for it here? No. Oh. They should. They, they should, but, yeah. you know, pro football, fo- pro football focus Mike here. <laughs> See what he thinks. Wow, he's going to go for it. Wow. This drive has gone for, oh, sweet, six minutes. What's the total in this game? Uh, the total closed at 51 and a half. So we're at 41 right now. Yeah. 27-14. This would be important for the people who took the over. And Dallas has been inside the five twice. Let's see if they actually get points here. Probably not. Did you want you wanted to run, didn't you? And oh, touchdown. Touchdown. There it is. Garbage time. Yardage. Let's go. Jalen Hurts. Who's this Cedric Wilson guy? He's I don't know. Making some plays tonight, trying. Is he a rook? Cedric Wilson, it feels like he's had more. He had a big catch. That's just his second catch of the game. This should be a, yeah, because the one on the sideline was ruled incomplete. Yeah, he was a six-round pick in 2018. Uh, but, yeah, he's 
Got to keep an eye on him. Playing well. I mean, that's that's what this team needs, right? Another weapon uh, at the disposal. It's even without Michael Gallup. Uh, you know, good patience there from uh, from Dak. Touchdown back of the end zone, 33-14. to 14, And extra point coming. And it's now a 20-point game. So your live line right now, Dallas minus 18. And that is important to those who played the over. Because now you're feeling pretty good. You're at 48 points. Probably some soft defense coming from Dallas. Hopefully, pick up. Philly some, needs to score. Pick up some chunk yards. Needs to find some momentum of some sort to take into next week. I I mean, mean, I'm, I'm right. Let me think here. So I need I need 21 rushing yards. You're probably not going to get that. Yeah, probably not. And I need 43 passing. You yards. You probably will get that. And then what would really be nice would be a little bootleg touchdown inside the red zone here for Jalen Hurts. Get that. He has a run of touchdown. Yeah, anytime okay. touchdown needs to be a run. Uh, Jalen Hurts, just 13 of 24, 205, a touchdown, two picks. One was a pick six. Uh, they have – have you been surprised? I was listening on the radio driving in, and Kurt Warner was uh, pretty critical of the play calling early on. They've just abandoned the run game. Miles Sanders has two carries tonight. You know, it's yeah, which is crazy because the first carry he had, he went for like 30 yards. I mean, it was pretty – Amazing how dynamic yards. he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. If if you think back to last week, what did I tell you about the Cleveland Browns and the Bears? Why didn't I trust the Bears? Because of who? Matt Nagy. That's right. And he had a terrible game plan. He's horrendous. I mean, you've got a guy who's arguably the best pass rusher in football. Can you give some help over there? Put the tight end to that side, but don't then leave the tight end messed up man-to-man. Have the tackle and the tight end combo block Miles Garrett at some point. Don't just leave Justin back there to get pepper sprayed. Four and a half sacks for Miles Garrett. Unbelievable. Nine total. I mean, welcome to the NFL, Justin Fields. What did you make? So, just bouncing around the NFL. Once again, touchdown Cowboys, 34-14. Take a look at the live line. 19 and a half in favor of the Cowboys. Current live total, 56-and-a-half at DraftKings. But the Browns get it done, and uh, thankfully, uh, they close out a teaser. Didn't even need the teaser points, but hey, my Browns and uh, Panthers teaser comes home. Browns win 26-6. to Defense looks tremendous. You talked about the run game. Nick Chubb, 84. Kareem Hunt, 81. Kareem had a big game. On the game, uh, on the ground. Kareem had a touchdown as well. Odell played well in his return. Five catches, 77 yards. Kareem had, as you mentioned... Uh, six catches out of the backfield, 74 yards. But what did you make of Justin Fields in his debut? Is it is it is it him? Was it on him? Is well, it on is the offensive line? Is, is it Matt Nagy? This is definitely Matt Nagy and the game player and the play caller. I mean, they never gave Justin an opportunity to be successful. Like I'm gonna as as a casual observer, what was your opinion of what they did on offense? Like what were they trying to get accomplished? I I don't know. Like that. They like, didn't have it. I mean, when you have a good game plan, and they had, did they have? They really had almost no designed runs for one of the most dynamic athletes at the quarterback. Maybe the most dynamic athlete at the quarterback position in the NFL. That's, right. That's now. why I said Friday. I just didn't trust Nagy. I, I I didn't trust him. You know. But again, I think they need to just let Justin play. These are the growing pains you have to go through. Mac Jones had him. Yep. This past weekend, three picks. I mean, uh, they're going to ruin Zach Wilson in New York. But he went through him again. Yeah, where are Trevor by the Lawrence way, I'm, went through I'm, him? I'm curious. Uh, I know you were uh, pretty pretty hit hard by the uh, by the Twitter sphere because of your criticisms of Zach Wilson, which I I know you, I've yeah. known you, and you just speak it how it is, like what you see, how you evaluate. You walked it back a little bit. You were impressed by what you saw in the preseason, but he's starting to lose his confidence. Two picks already, or two picks yesterday, nineteen to thirty five. You're going up against the top top defense there in the Denver Broncos. And, yeah, he, he was... The turnovers are going to be a problem. Like, they really are. They're going to be a problem. It'll be very interesting moving forward. Do they continue to allow him to kind of just free will and, you know, play freely and be able to turn the ball? And, and I always say this. Think about if they would have put a speedometer on Peyton Manning. He threw, what, 24 interceptions as yeah, a rookie? Set, set the record. I know that. Like, sometimes these guys just got to let them go out and play. And don't worry about it. Like Trevor Lawrence is learning a lot. He's learning a lot on the on the job, but that's what it takes sometimes in this league. It's a hard game. It's not easy to come in. That's why when guys like Russell Wilson do what he did early in his career, 
I don't think they get appreciated enough. You know, I, uh, <clears throat> I just, at this point, we're three weeks into the season. We're wrapping it up right now with the Cowboys leading by 20. Um, and this is a year where you've got five quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Justin Fields. I, who's going to win rookie of the year? I don't know. Jamar Chase has four touchdowns. He's, he's the front runner right now. Uh, I, I played Jamar Chase just a little bit, and I kind of kept that to myself. He's actually really good. <laughs> after, after his preseason. But, you know, you came in studio before you were on the show, and you liked Jamar Chase I did. Uh, to win rookie of the year. I think I have it 14-1. to 1. I also have Kyle Pitts at 14-1. to 1. I was That's just about to not pull, going so well. I was just about to pull up his targets like, from this Giants I'm like, game. what is going on there, this is. He only been, had three targets. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in in Atlanta because he had five catches against the Bucks. Right, but he only had three targets. I just don't get it. Like I don't know what Arthur Smith and that offensive side of the coaching staff like. Why draft a tight end right. in the top ten picks in the draft and then don't use him? There were four. I mean, he was the fourth overall pick, and. He's got 11 catches through three games, and they're not throwing the ball to him. And this and you've got Giants a, game, he had three targets. Let me let me look at the previous week. So I, you know, Najee Harris, he caught a bunch of balls at the backfield, but they can't block anybody. Uh, I don't. I, that's why I was so down on Najee Harris to win Rookie of the Year uh, preseason because their offensive line is terrible. Ben Roethlisberger, just I mean. Dude, it's it's done. They were killing Roethlisberger. I mean, online. yeah, goodness gracious. He that, had six targets the week before. Caught five, caught five of them. Yeah. So that's eight targets. Let me get to week one. I don't even think. I he, mean, week one he wasn't even in there on red zone opportunities. So I don't know what we we can make a deeper dive into this. Uh, I week three. There's you could tell me. <laughs> 15 different people win Rookie of the Year. And I'd be like, hey, It's hard. It's okay. a hard conversation right now. No one's really separated themselves. No. The only guy, I mean, Jamar Chase is four touchdowns. He is. And they've been nice catches. But it's a wide receiver. He's talented. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Come on, Eagles. Give me, give me something. Throw, throw a ball in the field a little bit. It's a nightcap here on BC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.